life today. Thank you, Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Brian. Uh, it is a privilege to be here with you folks. And um, uh, my wife, Pastor Zelda, is uh, preaching now over at Island Revival so I can come here and be with you guys. Uh, I thank God for the opportunity. I thank God for Pastor Kent for uh, trusting the pulpit with me. And hopefully um, uh, you'll be able to be blessed. Amen. So I've been given the task of sharing about salvation. Amen. Um, we've had a lot of newcomers here at MCA and maybe um, haven't heard a salvation message yet. So I have the privilege of doing so today. Amen. Amen. How many of you are happy to be here? Oh, yes, yes. So, um, you know, we're just going to go simple, but we want we want to get something out of, out of today. Amen. Every time you hear the word of God, you should be able to be fed. You should be able to be edified. You should be able to be built up as you go about your week. Amen. But don't let it stop there. You eat your own word over, you know, during the week. Amen. So let's go uh, before the Lord in the word of prayer. Father, we thank you for this opportunity we have today to hear your word as a church, Lord God. Lord, we pray your blessings upon each and every one of us today, Lord God. We pray for your understanding that we are able not just to applaud, but to apply your word, Lord God. Lord, we pray for your anointing upon the speaker and the hearers alike. Be with us, Lord God. Tug at our hearts in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody shout amen. Hallelujah. So let's get to it. Today we're looking into Romans chapter 8, verses 1 to 4. Amen. That's Romans chapter 8, verses 1 to 4. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. If you're there, say amen. And if you're not, say help me, Lord. Hallelujah. So I'm reading from verse 1 to verse 4. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For what the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, on account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness requirement of the law may be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Amen? The title of our sermon today, The Way Back to the Father. Turn to your neighbor and say, The Way Back to the Father. Hallelujah. You know, how many of you have done something wrong and tried to stay away from your father? Anybody? Yeah, I guess we're all guilty, but you just don't want to sh- you know, raise your hand. You know, in uh, 1987, after basketball season, you know, I played football and basketball, uh, lettered in both sports. And after basketball season, I was hanging around with the wrong crowds. And I started ditching school, you know, and letters were coming home and things like that. And um, I was afraid of my dad. He was only 6'6", 340, so I was kind of scared of him. You know, that was when I was at only 180, amen? As you can see, I'd grown up a little bit, <laughs> amen? And, um, and he gave me a proposition. He said, you better keep your head in school 
or you won't be playing football and basketball next year. But I didn't listen. I didn't listen. In my disobedience, I just continued to skip class and hung out with the wrong crowds. And then I was thinking that my dad was going to kick me out because the letters kept coming home that I was missing class. And I encourage any young people today, please don't miss class. <laughs> Amen. And um, so I ran away because I was guilty. I ran away because I was disobedient to my father. You know, and um, I stayed with my Auntie Millie. And, you know, even though they were good and they loved me, but there was an emptiness in me. There was a void there that I couldn't shake, that I couldn't fulfill. Come on now, somebody. You know, I wanted to go home, but I didn't know how. I was thinking that my dad was mad at me, not knowing all along that he was missing me. And my mom, it just broke her heart that I wasn't home. I wanted to go home. Believe me, I wanted to. But I just didn't know how because of this uh, uh, guiltiness that was in my heart. And one day my auntie said, your dad called. He said he misses you. And he wants you to come home. You know how many of us have, you know, kind of stayed away from church because maybe we've done something wrong? Or maybe there's somebody in church that you don't want to see. Because if you come to church, you know, they just get in your way of your praise. Come on now, somebody. Hallelujah. But I just want you to know the Father misses you. I want you to know that he wants you to come. Because our relationship with the Father is not dependent on other people. It's not even dependent on you. He has already made a way. For you and I. Hallelujah. Today I just want to focus on verse number three. Since I was given the task of of bringing the salvation message. Amen. Verse number three reads like this. For what the law could not do. In that it was weak through the flesh. God did by sending his own son. In the likeness of sinful flesh. On account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. See, our way depended on me. It's not dependent on you. It's not even dependent on me. Our way back to the Father, he has made and he has paid the way for that to happen. He has made a way for us to come back to him freely with all of our guilt and all of our mess. He is still calling you to come. He's still calling you to come because he paid for that mess. He paid for those sins that we have committed. Yet, it's it's still guilt in our hearts. You know why? Because the enemy wants to remind us. (laughs) The enemy loves to get in your way. He has come to steal, kill, and destroy. He wants to steal your hope and kill your dreams and kill you eternally. Come on now, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And um, today we're going to use the acronym of REST to try to get us established on where we need to go today. Amen. How many of you um, have not made your way to the Father yet? Oh, good. Amen. Heaven will be filled with you. 
But how many of us have gone, gone astray and need to make our way back to the Father? All right. I'm liking this. Amen? We are going to see, or let's make our way back to the Father. Amen? So that first blank there uh, is Father. Hallelujah. Uh, first letter, R, is recognize. Somebody say recognize. Amen. Recognize is to identify. Hallelujah. We must recognize that we have made mistakes. And our mistakes have a price. And that price is very hefty. We must recognize that as we come closer to him, that he comes closer to us. We must recognize that in, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from, from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. We must recognize that we have all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But God has given you a gift. He has given you a gift of everlasting life. He has forgiveness of sin is through our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We must recognize that we are broken. We must recognize that we have fallen. We have recognized that he is the only one that will help us out. Come on now, somebody. See, your Sunday school teacher couldn't help you. Amen. Your pastor couldn't help you but to tell you. But the payment of our sins has already been paid. When Jesus went on the cross, you were on his mind. I was on his mind. Come on now, somebody. Hallelujah. Romans 5 eight said that while we were yet sinners, Jesus still died for us. That was God's demonstration of his love for you, his everlasting love. He said, the word says that he has loved you with an everlasting love. From as far as east is to the west, he has forgiven you. He paid the price. That price was hefty. But you were important to him. Your relationship with him is very important. Amen. How many of you parents, every time you go to the restaurant, the bill is on you, daddies? I don't know if there's a law. But it seems like when the bill comes, they all look at daddy. Come on now. <laughs> Amen. Like you, I got money coming out of my ears or something. Amen. But it just happens. When the bill comes at covers, they are like. Amen. And then they expect you to leave the tip too. Aren't you glad our father paid our meal? Aren't you glad that our father paid our bill. Come on now, somebody. Hallelujah. Number two is E, established. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say establish. Establish is to institute, to build or to bring into being. Amen. So we need to build our relationship with our Father. Amen. We need to build our relationship with uh, with your father. You know, um, my children are real dear to me. And I want to have that close relationship with them. Now, I know that I have six girls. And they tend to keep things away from me. Amen. 
you can hear them uh, giggling. And then you tell them, oh, what's going on? Oh, nothing. You know, they, they, they pretend like you can't hear nothing. Amen? But we have built a relationship with our kids that they can come to me when they're hurt. It's not fun being a dad when they hurt, especially when they're hurt physically. Amen? Emotionally, you can help them out. Amen? Spiritually, you can help them out. You can lead and guide them. And are we glad that our Father, when we establish a relationship with him, that we can count on him? Amen? That regardless of what the world has to offer, that you can always count on the Father. Come on now, somebody. He is the everlasting Father. He is the almighty God. And we get to call him friend. He, we get to call him Savior. We get to call him Heavenly Father. We get to call him Daddy. And he's always there for us. Amen. He's always there thinking of you, thinking of me. You know, when I had my stroke, it was all our relationship with Father. I cried a little bit. When the doctor says you won't be able to walk anymore, I cried a little bit. And it was funny for this big dude on the bed. Can't move my leg, can't move my arm, can't move my right side. I was starting to lose my words. It was, it was hard to hear those news. But, you know, when your spouse <laughs> is on fire for God, how many understand what I'm talking about? When your spouse is on fire for God, they said, don't worry about it. Let's see what God says. Amen. Two weeks later, my toes started moving. I was like, Glory. Hallelujah, it's a start. Amen. I was able to raise my hands in bed. I was like, oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. See, because my father wasn't done yet. And when I was in this relationship with him, when I have established a relationship, there is a trust. Hallelujah. There is a trust that builds and builds and builds. You can always trust God. You can always trust in him. Amen? And a month later, I walked out of the hospital on a walker. They say, well, how about a wheelchair? I didn't know. I've been in a wheelchair too long. It's been a month. I can't just walk, roll up out of here. Amen? So I walked out of there. And every step, I thank God for his faithfulness. Amen. This relationship with our, with our father was established. And from there on, you know, there was other health issues that came along. You know, my heart has leaks in the valves and everything. You know, and they can't understand what's supposed to get worse. It actually got better last month. I don't know, but, you know, it's your fault. You've been praying for me. Amen. You're giving a, the doctors a hard time. Amen. But this relationship, it's all about trust. You and I trusting our Father. Amen. See, like our earthly fathers, they'll do good for you. But they can't match the heavenly Father. Come on now, somebody. We need to establish our relationship with our Father. How many think that we have 
done so much wrong that we can't come to him. He's waiting on you. He waits on me. He loves us when we call Abba Father. He loves it when we come to him, bring all our mess. See, that's what keeps us away from God. We think that we're gonna, he's going to judge us. Amen? You know, when the girls tell me something that, you know, it's going to, uh, uh, you know, mess up my thinking. Amen? The first thing I must do is remember I'm their father. And God has already painted a picture of loving me regardless. So I must love my girls regardless. Amen? You know, I, I told them that, you know, you can't be getting bees in school. He's like, why, Dad? I said, no, you're a Christian. You're supposed to be getting AIDS. <laughs> Amen? And then I said, well, let's see your report card, Dad. I said, I'm not talking about me. I finished school already. I'm talking about you. I didn't have anybody motivating me. It was just football and basketball that motivated me to do well in school. Amen? But I, here I am cheering you on. <laughs> Good days. <laughs> and that's exactly what our Heavenly Father wants. He wants you at your best. He wants to clean you up. Amen? Clean you up. He doesn't use the iron, but he used blood. Straighten you up. Straighten me up. Come on now. But we must establish our relationship with him. Hallelujah. S, seek. Hallelujah. Everybody say seek. To go in search or a quest. Hallelujah. Isaiah 55, 6 say, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. I'm encouraging you, seek him today. Seek him today. You know, I, I was sharing with Island Revival. I said, you know, if we're only eating on Sunday spiritually, just imagine how skinny our spiritual man is. Can we flip that? Eat spiritually every day. And then eat one meal a week physically. Come on now, somebody. <laughs> Hallelujah. I said, at least eat twice a week. <laughs> you know, but when we seek God, there's many things that come. Amen. First of all, we think that God is way out there. Amen. And someone that doesn't know God think that he's hiding in heaven. But how many understand the word says he's here today? That where two or three are gathered, that there he is in the midst. How many understand when you talk to God, God talks back to you? How many of you have conversations with God? Amen? Isn't it fun, especially when you're in your vehicle and you're talking and the person next to you think you're smoking something? Hallelujah. They're like, what is he doing? Come on now, somebody. Because when you have a relationship, when you're seeking him, he's going to be found. Come on now, somebody. Hallelujah. We seek him in prayer. We seek him through this word. And he will be found. He will be heard. Come on now, somebody. It's fun when he gives you something out of the ordinary. And we're like, hmm. You know, I, I go back to when Moses was asking God. When God said, Moses, I want you to go get my people out of Egypt. And Moses laughed. And he said, well, I'm not going if you're not. Amen. Amen. 
And how many understand that God goes with you? Amen. As we prepare for our missions month, the theme this year is a, a goal. Amen. It's goal. And um, you can make it go seek God. Go tell somebody about Jesus. Amen. So I've been preparing um, uh, with sermon series of this uh, last couple of weeks, preparing Island Revival for, for missions. Hallelujah. But we must seek God. Hallelujah. You know, this seeking part is not a one-way street. Because Luke tells us that God came to seek and to save which was lost. How many of you were lost at one time or another? Amen. Sometimes I think I'm still lost. Amen. Because God tells me to go this way, and then he tells me to do this. Oh, you're done with that season. Yeah, do this. Amen. And sometimes I feel like, wow, he's giving me a lot of tasks. I wasn't supposed to be walking. Maybe that's why he wanted me to walk. <laughs> Amen. Because God is seeking you out today. You know, and if you haven't given your life to the Lord, he's seeking you out today. He's seeking you out today, and I'm here to tell you, to remind you that he has paid the price of what's keeping you away from home, what's keeping you away from him. Hallelujah. Let us make our way back. Let us make our way back and seek him wholeheartedly. Amen. Because if you seek him, he will be found. Amen. And T is try him today. Not put him on trial, but try him. Hallelujah. Try is to attempt to do or accomplish. Try him today. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. You have nothing to lose but everything to gain. Take up the Father on his offer of everlasting life. We've tried our ways long enough, and where has it gotten us? We are never satisfied without him. How many of you like to climb the ladder of, uh, you know, at your work? You know, you want to be at the top, the big kahuna. Amen. But when you get there, you're still not satisfied by being the big kahuna. Amen. You ask any CEO, see if they're satisfied. Amen. Most CEOs are on drugs. Why? Because they're not satisfied. Just getting there. But God has put an everlasting longing in our hearts. And that's why it's normal for a human being to want to climb the ladder. Come on now. But he is putting a, a, a eternal longing in our hearts. Why? Because he wants to spend eternity with you. Let's try him today. Let's try him today. You know, it doesn't have to be just salvation that you come to him. You can bring him anything you want. Hallelujah. He can, we can bring him anything that we want. Hallelujah. We've tried our ways long enough, and it's gotten us nowhere. We are never satisfied without him. God's intention was to lead men by their spirit. But after the fall, people began to be led by their lust instead of their heavenly father. And mankind fell into great darkness and emptiness. But today the Father is calling every one of us back to himself. Hallelujah. There's a story of uh, Derek Redman. 
He was a 400-meter runner out of England. 1992 Barcelona Olympics. He was supposed to win it all. He was supposed to win it all. He was the big-time favor of that event. Halfway through the event, they noticed something. He was slowly pulled up. He has ruptured his hamstring. And he couldn't continue. He couldn't continue. There was this big man that was coming down from the stands, and the securities tried to hold him. It was this big dude and trying to make his way, push securities out of the way, push everybody out of the way so he can get to the track. At the very last minute, you know, they were so he was surrounded. He said, get out of my way. That's my son. And um, as his son was, was knelt down, couldn't continue, he came alongside him and picked him up. And he said, we're going to make this, son. We're going to make this. Don't worry. And it, takes, it took them a, a long time to cross the finish line. There was still about 200 meters left in the race. But he continued to carry, uh, help his son. And he was limping. He was limping. He was limping. But his father stood right there next to him. I want you to understand that when you were in the midst of your struggles, when you are in the midst of whatever life has thrown you, I want you to understand that God stepped out of the stands to come and get you. God has never left you. Through our mess, he has never left us. He has never left us. He came off the stands, and even when we were limping, but we made it through. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? When the enemy stole everything that he could at you, but yet you're still here. You know, somebody asked me last week, how are you doing, Pastor Moore? I said, I'm doing great. I have no complaints. And if I did, why? And they just stood back and um, said, why are you so happy? I said, well, if a bomb goes off today, I know where I'm going. So you better get right with God. Amen? <laughs> and then he, you know, started, it led us to a conversation of South Savior. First conversation he received Jesus as his personal Lord and Savior. Come on now, somebody. God will give you opportunities to share the gospel. I wanted you to understand that he has stepped off his stand, his throne, to come get you. What the law couldn't do. See, because if the law was, de it was dependent on us, that we had to fulfill the law. But it couldn't because of this. This flesh. Come on now, somebody. So God said, man, I got to fix this. And he sent his only begotten son to pay the price. Hallelujah. See, the thing is, Romans 3, verse 23 told us that we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All of us, including pastors. See, don't ever put a pastor up on a pedestal because you don't know where they came from. Come on now, somebody. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The bad thing is there's a payment for that sin. Romans 6.23 tells us that for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. Come on now, somebody. But God, in his everlasting love, gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him 
will not perish but have everlasting life. God did not send his son into this world to condemn the world. But through him, the world might be saved. And again, Romans 5, 8. That God demonstrated his love for you and I. That while we were yet sinners, Jesus still died for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I close with believe and confess. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. That if you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Hallelujah. There is a new beginning when you come to know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The Apostle Paul in uh, uh, chapter 5 of the book of Romans says, you have been justified. You have now have peace with God. See, God wants to reconcile us to himself. And there's nothing wrong with that. Try him today. Try him today. And if you kind of fallen away a bit. I hope that this brings understanding to you that he doesn't turn his face away from you. That he still wants you to come. Amen. Because that's why he paid the price. So that nothing holds us back in our relationship with him. Hallelujah. How many today I say, you know, I, I need that relationship how many of us today that are here, usually this is the mature Christian crowd here in the morning service, but just in case there's anybody here that needs Jesus in their heart right now. Hallelujah. Let's all stand in the house of God as the worship team leads us in a, this response song. Pastor Jonathan, when you're ready. feel that you need prayer this morning our prayer team is ready for you but if you feel that you need a, to, to receive Jesus into your heart hallelujah he's ready for you too amen many think that when you come to church things have been made right we have just heard Romans 10 verse 9 and 10 not only believe but confess come on now somebody if you're here today and you need to confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you just step forward. Hallelujah.